Welcome to Therapy is Cool. I'm your host, Molly Zive. I'm a licensed clinical social worker and mental health advocate. This podcast is to normalize feelings and create a positive narrative around engaging in a healing process. This is not to substitute for therapy. Please rate, subscribe, and share this podcast. And if you'd like to tell me why you think therapy is cool, direct message me at Molly's Eye Therapy on Instagram. Take care. I hope your week is off to a great start. Why don't we get grounded to start this episode? Go ahead and take a nice big inhale through your nose. Fill your belly up. Exhale through your mouth. Let it go. Inhale again through your nose. Start to look around where you're at in the world today. Exhale, let it go. Inhale one more time. Look around and find something you can appreciate. For me, it's this beautiful tree that I see outside of my office. It's just the morning time, so everyone's not out and about yet. It's very quiet. And make sure you exhale, let it go if you haven't already. All right, for today's episode of Your Little Therapy Snack, I want to talk about something that's running rapid in our country, something that affects you and me. It's toxic. It holds us back. It prevents us from feeling free. It's self-doubt, if you didn't already know from the title. (laughs) So I think it's really important that we talk about self-doubt today. So it's important to look at where does it stem from? Where does your self-doubt stem from? Are these internalized messages from our family, friends, teachers, or coworkers? From an early age, we are taught to get permission. Go ask your mom if you can have this. Talk to your dad about going there. And then we go to school and we have to ask our teacher's permission. We're conditioned to be, you know, quiet, sit in our chairs, not talk. So we have to ask our teacher's permission to do things. Then after school age, we go into the workforce and we have supervisors and bosses who we have to ask permission from. So it starts from a very early age, this permission where we're not even trusting ourselves. We're we're looking outside of ourselves to find guidance. I think about those preschools. I think they're called like Montessori preschools and it's um, child directed. I didn't go to one, but I I have a friend who did and it's very obvious that he did. He's just very self-directed and I feel like it it plays a part in his life and uh, you know, in his daily life he's able to do things for himself. But a lot of us are go to traditional schools and we're told from a very early age what to do and how to do it. So, when we think about self-doubt, If we remove it, 
there's so much relief. There's so much relief. If you have any self-doubt around anything in your life right now, think about what it would be like to remove it. So much relief. You would feel just so free and liberated. That is something I'm really passionate about in my private practice is helping people feel liberated, especially females. I'm a feminist therapist. So, you know, females, it's especially hard because we were taught to be a certain way and to not speak up for ourselves and to play kind of small. So it's this unlearning in our society to empower ourselves to go after the things that we love in life and that bring us joy. So I want you to start recognizing when self-doubt creeps in. And it could be, you could be catching it as soon as you have a feeling, but before the feeling, there's always a thought. In cognitive behavioral therapy, we talk about you cannot have a feeling unless you have a thought. So think about the thoughts that are coming in. Where did this thought come from? Is there evidence to support this thought? Do I have to believe it? Okay, newsflash, if you didn't know, you don't have to believe everything you think. Just because a thought drops into your head doesn't mean you have to follow that thought. In fact, I would recommend thinking about something that actually makes you feel great about life. What makes you feel happy? What lights you up? Distract yourself. Oftentimes we get so fixated on the things that we lack or that we want so bad that we can't get there from a place of worry, suffering, panic, anger, impatience. So focus on the things that do feel good. And if you've never done this before, this is going to probably sound really annoying to you. But when you focus on things that don't have anything to do with your finances, the job, the relationship issue, you start to create more of an attraction to higher vibration. So for example, if I'm fixated on not having enough money in my bank account, what, what actually makes me feel good? This coffee that I'm sipping on, Balboa Park, the zoo, animals, my cat, clothes in my closet, comfy slippers. All those things make me focus on the things that make me feel good. And in turn, I start to think about more of those things. I can go on a longer rant about the things that make me feel good. And then I start to feel better. So focusing on our thoughts. I don't know where that tangent come from, but I hope it was helpful for someone. It was helpful for me. I feel better. All right. So you don't have to think every. You don't have to believe everything you think. Is there evidence to support, to not support it? So when you have a thought, what is the evidence to support that thought around self-doubt? And is there evidence to show you don't have to support it? You know, when I was starting out in my private practice, I was really freaked out when I was going to my therapist. And the first session, he said, I see you're unhappy in your job. Do you want to talk about how unhappy you are? Or do you want me to teach you how to run a private practice business that's successful? And so much self-doubt creeped in. 
I, I really held myself back. I mean, it didn't take too long for me to mobilize, but it felt like this elephant was sitting on my chest where I was like, I can't do that. How, could, how would I even begin to do that? Yet here's this person who's extending themselves to me to hold on to that hope, to show me that I actually do have the ingredients to create something very successful and I could be my own boss where I could really thrive in the work that I do. But that self-doubt almost held me back. It did, it did hold me back because I went back and forth for a while about it and I just suffered. And that back and forth is, is creating more chaos. It's creating more drama. So I had to think about all of these things. Where did the thoughts come from that I couldn't run my own business, that I couldn't be in my own private practice? Well, I don't, I had these beliefs that weren't even mine. I didn't look old enough. I didn't have enough experience. I wouldn't attract the right clients. I wouldn't get any phone calls. Guess what? As soon as the first call came in, my phone didn't stop ringing. And I attract the clients that want to work with me, that want that perspective of having a therapist who gets it, who understands what Bumble is, who understands the millennial perspective. It's so valuable to have representation as a therapist. It, your clients seeing themselves in the therapist, right? Like just being understanding to what they're going through. So it worked out for me, but had I, had I really given into that self-doubt, had I really believed that I wasn't old enough, that I wasn't experienced enough, that my phone wasn't going to ring, I wouldn't be doing this podcast right now, right? Even around this podcast, I think that there was some self-doubt. I recently made t-shirts where I had conceptualized on my birthday. Um, I was talking to my friend's husband who has a t-shirt company. I said, I have this really great idea for t-shirts, these really simple messages that sort of normalize the experience of going to therapy and, and empower people to engage in a healing process. And it will just say therapy is cool. Feelings are cool. Self-care is cool. And I made those shirts before I even knew I wanted to make a podcast. So everything kind of lined up. So I made those shirts in May. In June, my friend Lucy asked me on her podcast, Shine and Flow, I saw how she developed it. I saw how figure outable it was for me to do. And then Therapy is Cool was born. So I used my personal experience to show you that self-doubt was very much there. And it was very much a part of my life. But I visualized what I wanted who I wanted to reach, what kind of impact I wanted to have in this world. And I moved forward and I did the things and I made it figure outable and I chunked it down into steps. You know, the Eric and I, when we were making the t-shirts, we did a couple back and forth emails. You know, he, he made a couple prototypes. I said, I would prefer this. I really want soft material. And so, you, you know, you just took it, I just took it step by step. And then I created these really great t-shirts that I just posted. When did I, I think Monday. And I think I only have two therapy is cool shirts left. It, it, they went really, really quickly and people believe in the messaging. So I feel so grateful 
to follow through on these things that I once doubted myself about. I thought, who's going to buy this? No one's going to want this. I'm the only one that thinks this is a good idea. Even when I was taking photos with my sister, I was telling her, I was like, I'm just doubting it. I don't think this looks good. Nothing looks good to me. I'm taking these pictures and I just, I don't feel like it is aligning and people aren't going to want this. I was so afraid what people were thinking about it. So we took the pictures on Sunday. I posted them on Instagram on Monday and they're literally flying out of the box. So self-doubt is real y'all, but don't believe everything that you think. Keep people around you that make you feel good, that may, that believe in you. So when thoughts do come up, you have to think, is this even my thought? Is this even my thought? Or is this a thought that came from my parents, a teacher, a friend, a colleague, a boss? Is it even my thought? Nine times out of ten, I bet it's not. Because your highest self would never doubt you. You are such a, an amazing, energetic being that has their pulse on what they need to do next and what serves their highest good. So it's time to start honoring that. It's time to start doing things that remove self-doubt. And by doing that, the first step you can do is visualize. Visualize what you want to go after in life. What kind of goals do you want to have? What does it look like? Who are the people you want surrounding you when you've reached that goal? How do you feel once you're there? That's really important. When you have goals and self-doubt creeps in, it's easy to believe and to feed into that feeling of self-doubt. But guess what? You don't have to. You can think about the feelings that you're going to have when you reach that goal, how successful you're going to be. And these goals can be anything from trying something new, a new recipe, or getting on a dating site, putting your profile up there and making connections, creating a vision board, starting your own business. Please be mindful of the self-doubt barriers. These are self-inflicted and the good news is the only person can, who can change those feelings of self-doubt are you. And it starts with the thought. So start to visualize how you want to empower yourself. A really great resource for self-doubt and empowering yourself is You Are a Badass. It is a book. I have it on Audible, um, but it's so great. It's by Jen Sincero. And it talks all about self-doubt and moving towards your goals. I would also recommend that if you want to take your goals a step further and you're noticing that self-doubt is really holding you back in your life, working with a therapist or a coach to help you visualize what you want in your life and start to do things that move you towards your goals. Do a little bit each day. Do the research. That's, that's getting you somewhere, 
right? Just start with something. Recognize self-doubt is only your ego to keep you safe. And this was a mechanism that was conditioned in you from both. So now you're carrying it both externally. You got external messages, teachers, parents, siblings, colleagues, bosses. Those were external. And now you're internalizing it and you're letting it play out in your life. It's time to start living your life more fully and wholeheartedly and going after the goals that truly align with you. I hope you enjoyed this therapy snack. Please be mindful this week about the self-doubt that creeps in and start to challenge it. Don't push it away. Don't suppress any thoughts. Think about the evidence around that thought. What supports that thought? Newsflash, probably nothing. What goes? What does not support that thought? You are so capable. You have gotten this far in life. You have survived the worst parts of your life up until now. Don't let those things hold you back. Start to recognize that these are self-limiting beliefs. All right. I hope you have a good rest of the week. I'm glad you could spend a little bit of time with me. Take good care of yourself. 